Good afternoon and welcome to December the 20th, 2020. Manchester is burning. And on this podcast, we're going to do an instant reaction of Manchester United and Leeds United after the match. A complete and utter carving up like a turkey and ham and cheese and microphones and birds. I mean, everything got carved up in this match by Manchester United. It was another one of those go out to the side of the barn and see what happens. So it was just a destruction, a massive destruction. But there are some takeaways uh, that must be talked about. But we're going to do this instant reaction, but I'm going to do some shout outs first. Number one, it goes without saying that a shout out has to go out to the Manchester United women's team. Yes, I'm going to talk about the women's team, y'all. And if you want to shut this thing down, you can, but I'm going to keep talking. So today, Manchester United women's team, they also had a uh, nice day at the office, as they say, a 6-1 annihilation of Bristol City. Uh, They got carved up too like a turkey, like a ham, like a hot dog to a three-year-old. It was it was another carving, and it set the, the, the day open uh, very nicely. Um, it was massive. Uh, with Tobin Heath scoring those goals late, um, Golton, Sigworth, which was the most fun goal of the day that I've had so far, when she got tripped or something happened to her in the box, she got right up, ball went right to her feet. She kicked it in the net, 3-0, end of the match. Now, there were some some things happened there, you know, a couple of things that I, I was a little bit concerned about with the United women, and that was they were left themselves a little bit too open to counters uh, due to some lazy passing, some mistakes in the back, and so forth. One of them did cost that goal. Um, and so forth. And at first there was, uh, Bristol seemed to want to just sit back and absorb the, the continual attacking, uh, by United. And, you know, there was a little bit of impatience at the beginning. Um, you know, some long range shots, one of them did connect. Um, but, um, but then they got settled. Uh, once they got settled, they just played their match played it attack 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 relentless pressure uh and eventually the goals came and that's how it works you just put relentless pressure be patient find the spaces run quick quick passing one twos straight up and the spaces will will happen to a team that you know is really uh not on the same level united women on top of the wsl going into Christmas. Um, Six points up as of my last check um, at this point. Remember, y'all, United Women started, this is their third season of playing uh, in this this, um, round of playing uh, in the women's leagues in England. Uh, First season, they won the championship on their entry point the next season, they went into the WSL. 
Um, and then this year they are now uh, currently on top. I'm not saying they're going to win the title. I'm not saying they're going to win any trophies, but now they're a force to be reckoned with. The others better watch out. The top three better watch out in the WSL uh, because United's women are coming. They've got a great coach, great set of players. They're following the plan, and that's all you can expect and hope for. Follow the plan. Now, let's talk about a little bit about Manchester City. Manchester City's women's team, their match was postponed at Birmingham. Now, why? Well, because Birmingham's pitch was waterlogged. I'll let that sink in. Top tier women's league in England, a match was postponed because the pitch was waterlogged. Now, I'm glad that they postponed the match. Really, I am. I am glad for that. You don't want to walk. You don't want to play on a waterlogged pitch. But my point is this: When are we going to have women's facilities like pitches and medical and training facilities, locker rooms, training rooms? When are we going to have women's field training rooms, medical? all of that on the same level as the men. When is that going to happen? How is it possible that a first tier league has a match postponed due to a waterlogged pitch? That doesn't happen in the Premier League, but it happened in the WSL today. I don't care how bad the weather is. There has to be facilities on par. Women's facilities have to be on par with the men period you cannot have poor officiating poor fields poor training facilities poor medical poor travel in comparison to the men's team you can't have it you cannot have it this should not have happened um that pitch should have been a level we're talking about top tier in the, uh, the women's game in England, you can't have that. You can't have a situation where the, the pitch is so poorly put together that it easily gets waterlogged in a storm. No, that, that should not happen. Does it happen in the Prem? No. Does it happen in the Bundesliga? No. Does it happen in La Liga? No. Does it happen in the MLS? No. Does it happen in, in Liga Mekis? No. Why does it happen in the women's top tier in England? one of the best women's leagues in the world, if not the best right now. Why? It's an atrocity. That's what it is. It's an atrocity. Makes no sense um, to have happen. So glad that match was postponed, but it should have not have been postponed if they were equal facilities for women on par with the men's facilities for football, period. All right, let's get down to Manchester United. Um dismantling leads. I remember I, I, I am often wrong. There are times where I don't like to be wrong. And then there are times I want to be wrong and I'm okay with being wrong. This is one of those times I said, cousin Ollie, I told, I told you cousin, I told you cuz don't start McTominay and Fred. Don't do it. Don't do it against leads. You need goals. You need a score. Don't do it. I told you cuz, but then you did it anyways. And it freaked me out. I, I was like, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't go defensive against Leeds. But, Ali, you did it anyways. Dude, you did it anyways. Why? Why did you do it? 
But apparently you had a plan, and this time it worked because you went with a defensive lineup, but you attacked anyways. That was okay. I got to give it to you there. I was wrong. That was a good plan. It worked. Um, if it didn't work and you scored zero goals, I would have been saying, I told you. But no, you told me. So that's why you get paid to wear you know, training tops and stuff like that and training jackets and winter jackets on the sideline at Old Trafford. And I sit at a desk, you know, with a with a 10-week-old puppy who wants to pee on the floor. All right. So, um, so yeah, you proved me wrong. XG United, 4.78. They scored six goals. The match was over in the first 20 minutes. Scott McTominay, the person I didn't want to see on the pitch, immediately scores two goals in two minutes. Um, he'll never have that great of a two minutes in his life on, at least on the football pitch elsewhere. Yeah, maybe, but on a pitch, no, uh, won't happen. Uh, Fernandez made it three zero in the 19th minute. Lindelof, when did, has Lindelof ever, ever scored a goal in any competition ever in his life, but he scores a goal. They just pushed all these people forward. They just said, it just, there's so much space. Leeds left as much space as an empty mansion after the dude goes bankrupt and sells everything. That place was so empty. There was so much space. There was such slow. Leeds United players are so slow, really slow, you know, like dial up internet slow, you know, on the, and, and so they just ran right past them and it was just blitz. Blitzkrieg time, gritzkrieg time. So back in 1941, the Russians thought that the Germans would never attack. Then they did. Two seconds later, they were like 100 million miles into, into Russian territory. That's what happened to Leeds United today. Before they could blink, it was over. The, the match was just literally over. Um, and so forth. It was over. Leeds United's XG was 1.63. Not too bad. They converted fairly well. Um, they, you know, they had their chances. They really did. And that is, again, because of the defensive line is uh, disorganized. They are bushes and trees and shrubbery in the back with Lindelof and Maguire. It's a tree and a shrubbery. It's shrubbery back there. Um Luke Shaw had a good game. He really did. Basaka, Basaka, decent game. Okay, I'm cool with that. But the two-tree shrubbery combo don't work. And it didn't work again today. Um, Leeds United missed some really big opportunities. They had uh, on the 48th minute, Rafina missed. Uh, actually, no, he didn't miss. He had a, there was a save shot on a, on a left foot, 0.27 uh, XG on that shot. Um, Jack Harrison, 89th minute, missed shot, 0.26 XG on that one. And then a 0.32, uh, by Banford in the seventh minute. Uh, I thought that would have gone in, but he missed. Those were some chances, some decent chances that they missed there. Um, they could have gotten a few more goals there. Their second goal, uh, I, you can't, that was a worldie. I mean, my God, that was a worldie, dude. That was a worldie. Um, but he got that one in, you know, no chance to hand, no, no chance in that one. I don't, I'm, 
uh, he had no chance. Uh, that I think was a what was the XG on that one was a point three uh, from Stuart Dallas. I, I don't know if that's pronounced correctly, but I don't care. Um, that first goal on a corner again on a corner. You know, Leeds should have just gone for um, corners. Just get a corner because United's defense on a corner is horrific. They're like, they just stood around. All of them. They just stood around. Just looking at the sky, looking for UFOs. They just stood around. They're all trees looking at the sky. What were they thinking? No one moved. No one moved. No one did anything. They just stood there. It was, I couldn't believe it. Every team now should just go for corners. That's how you're going to win. Just just go for corners. Because they're just going to stand around and look at the sky. It was terrible. It was absolutely awful. And they got a header, got it in. Uh, and, and, and there you go. They get their first goal. I thought it was going to get crazy after that. Um, but it didn't. Um, you know, they held it together. Um, you know, there were some defensive plays as well. Um, some other concern I got, come on now. Um, Martial, I know he's a striker. I know he got some of his confidence back last game, but he missed some big shots today. He missed some big ones. 71st minute XG of that shot 0.61. And I got saved. He had another one, 46th minute, um, right foot, missed, 0.33 shot. Those were some big ones that he missed. Uh, Cavani missed a 0.33 shot. Um, I, well, I expect him not to get those. Um, and then Fred, eh, I don't expect him to score either, but he missed. He got his 0.51 shot in the 85th minute. I mean, this thing could have been eight. It could have been eight. Uh, and so with some concern there, but at the end of the day, it is six two. It's a demolishing. It's going to the prison yard, never coming back. It's Oz. It's Oz all over. Some other important stats to remember: twenty six shots by Manchester United, fourteen on target. Twenty six shots. They just ran all over them. Uh, there was so much space for them to take advantage of, and they took it. I gotta give Ali credit. Just attack. Just keep going after them. Attack, 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 attack. That's what happened. They didn't let up the entire match. Didn't let up at all. They had a defensive lineup, but attacked anyways. Got to give it to you. Got to give it to you, man. All right, PPDA. Remember that? Passes before defensive action on average. How that should, how pressing that team is in their zone. Uh, Leeds United, of course, they're going to press more. Their PPDA average amount of passes they allowed the opponent in the defensive half, 11.67. I would expect it a little bit lower than that, but there was so much space. Um, they couldn't press because they were so slow. They were slow like internet on AOL in 1996 or three or whatever. And uh, Manchester United didn't press as much. Their PPDA was 15.72. No matter, no matter. Guess what place Manchester United is is right now in the Prem third. Let me sink. I want you all to let that sink in. They're third, third, five points out, third place. Yeah, 
I'm not Ollie in. I ha- I am Ollie out. I am. I truly am. Why? Because I don't think he can get us to the title. But you got to give it credit. The team is third. <laughs> um, the team is third. And finally, a home victory that is um, uh, definitive. 6-2 is definitive, y'all. <laughs> Um, and so forth. Um, I don't think Ollie's going to get us to the top or get us. What am I talking about? Get United to the top. But um, but you can't sneeze at third place. This is a dude that it was reported that he was one day away, one match away from getting sacked. This dude has 47 lives, I guess, you know. Um, but they're in third place. Where's Manchester City? Seventh. Liverpool is still the best team in England, but um, and and they're gonna. I think they're gonna win, but um, you know, I, how can you, you can't really sack somebody for being in third place? Um, and 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 I got to give Ali credit for this one, uh, for this match as well, and the players. They did a. Uh, it was a. It was a definitive middle finger to the rest of the league, the doubters, the haters, uh, and so forth that, you know, we're going to take apart a team at home. We'll just take them apart. We'll just attack them. And that's United football. Uh, that's what fans love about United football for decades. And so that's what fans got today. That's what they got today. So happy Sunday. Uh, I know tomorrow is Monday. But I want you all to be safe out there. Take care of each other. Christmas is coming. Holidays are here. Um, And take care of y'all. Take care of yourselves out there. All right. This is Manchester. is burning. And we're signing out for today.